Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 237. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast. This uh, is our sports podcast. Andy, you ready to talk about MLB? Yeah, we got a couple weeks left, so it's 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 almost here. We almost are to the wild card games, at least, which I'm not looking forward to as a Dodgers fan because it looks like they're going to be there. The Giants will never lose, so the Dodgers will be in the wild card game, probably twenty game lead over Whoa. whoever they're playing. But uh, you know, that's the way it goes. That's the way the rules are set up this year, which I hope they change because I I hate that, but. Uh, it's it's what much more exciting in the American League where <clears throat> Toronto, after like a great week, nine uh, one in their last ten games, they've taken uh, the the number one wild card spot right now over division rivals the Yankees and Red Sox. So uh, that'd be a whole lot of fun. I know I like watching Toronto. I think they've got incredible young lineup with all these uh, kids of former players. You know, like Vlad Jr. and Biggio and stuff. It's 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 really cool to see that and then they got some really good pitchers that they're they could do some damage so uh, I'm, I'm happy they made this push to get back in the race and they're now kind of the favorites i think to get that top wild card spot and then uh, that would eliminate the yankees or red sox right off the bat so huh. that that'll be crazy uh, some some team will be pretty upset but then you know i'm hoping that the blue jays then end up winning that wild card game and move on uh they're there's still eight games behind Tampa for that division, so they're not going to win that division at all. But uh, that's that's kind of the biggest, hottest race race right now is that uh, who will get the wild card spots? And it looks like it's all coming down to the same division, the AL East. There, uh, Seattle and Oakland are still alive, but they're a few games behind there. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to see Toronto uh, Guerrero Jr. Probably good chance of winning the MVP. He hit his 45th home run yesterday. Just incredible season so far like he he showed some flashes when he first came up but it's like who knew he'd be this good that he's he's already a better hitter than his dad uh now he's not uh, he's not a fielder so uh he doesn't have i don't know if he's say he's a, as good of a complete player yet but like just it's just crazy yeah it's impressive and he's non-athlete shaped which is always exciting you know isn't that the way of baseball? Not not so much anymore. So this is yeah, he's like a throwback. Where he's he's cylindrical in a way. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, uh, kudos to him then, defying all odds. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that's that's the big the big thing that's happened so far this last week in baseball. As I said last week, we're gonna probably give a quick update to every week until we, we get there, which is, is sooner than you think. Yeah, and like a month away. It's just a it's few weeks. October. Yeah. Yep. All right, we'll fancy that. Uh, any more baseball? You ready to talk some college football? I'm ready to go back to school. Oh, Rodney Dangerfield, huh? Yeah. Yes. Dead man's uh, party in there. Boingo, boingo. Uh, yeah, dead man's party for USC coach Clay Helton. Oh, say goodnight, Kevin. Uh, as he has been fired, he has lost his job. As USC head coach, uh, he's been there for four or five years at this point. 
Uh, and it never got better than his first season. I think they Rose Bowl win with Sam Darnold there against Penn State. And even though a lot of people didn't didn't like him coming in, was he worthy of the job? You know, he got immediate results. Uh, but it's only been downhill since then. Uh, although a nice season last year, I think they went five and one in the shortened season. But uh, none of the Pac-12 teams had a full season, so none of them were eligible for bowl games or anything like that. So it's kind of a forgotten year. But this year they they started out one and zero, but not a very impressive win week one. But then week two here they got smashed by Stanford, who's really like a middle tier team in the conference. So just a horrible look. And then you also saw the kicker get ejected in the opening play of the game. Some craziness, but. Uh, the, the USC guys have been after Clay Helton from the beginning, so they were looking for any little slip up, and uh, he's out. And now, I think the defensive coordinator is taken over. But there's all kinds of rumors uh, about people. Uh, I heard one Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, who's been a head coaching candidate for a while but hasn't got that job. He's a candidate, and they said he might be interested in going to the college ranks and coaching if it's like a team like USC. Uh, and then another rumor, of course, Urban Meyer, who just made his NFL debut. Uh, everyone thinks he'll find his way back to college at some point. USC would be a top job, but I, I don't know anymore. USC's kind of been irrelevant for a decade. They've had a couple of decent seasons since Carroll left, but they're they're just not that program anymore. I don't think. Uh, and the the people at USC can't. That's not that's unacceptable for them. So they uh, they keep moving on to new coaches pretty quickly and uh we'll see we'll see next year i don't know if they're already like punting on the season that's i heard dan tony was in it uh for the running he's gonna try out next yeah i mean some quick offense maybe there's <laughs> i don't know that's that's the problem with these it's like usc and texas they keep uh firing their coaches and like we're gonna bring someone else on and then they suck too um it just everyone sucks. Everyone sucks or no one sucks. It's really hard to evaluate college coaches, I would say. Yeah. But uh, it's, you know, I'm sure Clay Helton made a lot of money, so I'm, I don't feel too bad for him. Yeah, I'm sure he did all right and get a nice little yeah. payout probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, and then elsewhere in the conference, the Pac-12 had their their biggest win in, in a while. Uh, Oregon went to Columbus to face uh, Ohio State. I think it was number three in the nation and uh, Oregon pulled off the win. So that was, that's huge. I think Oregon was 12th, uh, but there's usually a pretty big gulf between like the top few teams and then the middle of the pack in the rankings. So that's, that's a huge win. Uh, could mean Ohio state is just a little down this year and it's only been two games so far. So we really don't know, but that's, that's big. So now Oregon, I think has moved up into the top five or maybe like sixth or something. Um, mm. but, you never see Pac-12 teams really compete in the at the end of the season. Like even if they have a good year, it's like, oh, well, you get to go to the Rose Bowl. It's fine. It's nice, but you're no you're no SEC. But uh, with Oregon with this win, if they if they win out, then they'll probably be in that conversation at least. Uh, but they do have to play UCLA, who had the week off, but they're they're the hot team. They won their first two games, so uh, mark that on your calendar. I don't know when that is, probably. <laughs> Probably October or November at some point, but that'll be a big game. Oregon, UCLA. Very exciting uh, stuff. Especially Chip Kelly coached Oregon for so long. Uh, but I'm, I'm happy about that. I like to see our, our regional teams uh, finally, you know, hit back at the uh, the big guys. You know, I'm, I'm tired of this dominance of the same four schools every year. But 
you know, hopefully this is uh, just just one part of it. Yeah, we'll see more of it. We'll see some more, but uh, probably not USC this year, though. Yeah, probably uh, give him a another year or two to grow. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the big the biggest game this week in college football was the uh, the Iowa Bowl or whatever you want to call it. Um, Iowa versus Iowa State. So Iowa, um, sorry if we have any listeners there, but Iowa as a state is just kind of irrelevant. But in college football, Whoa. it is very, very relevant. It, it is a big deal. I think both teams coming in were top like 12 rated. How many people um, listening to this podcast that live in the United States know where Iowa even is? How many people confuse it with Idaho? Uh, I don't. I mean, I've been to I Iowa. I know you don't, but I bet it's surprisingly a lot. You know, I always got like Des Moines. They got the, there's the Quad Cities, which I think two of them are in Iowa and two of them are in Illinois. That's cool. What does that mean by Quad? The quad like, Cities. They there's touch four different cities. states or something? There are four cities like right on the, I think it's the Mississippi River there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all bunched together. Uh, and two of them are on the Iowa side, two of them are on the Illinois now, side. Now, was that where the henchman was going in Dumb and Dumber, Davenport? Yeah. Davenport's the biggest of the Quad Cities. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> we were talking about something. Uh, what? What were we talking about? Uh, Iowa. So so in that matchup, so Iowa, the Iowa Hawkeyes, they beat the Iowa State Cyclones. So uh, Iowa has now moved up to number five in the nation. And if, if Ohio State is a little down this year, then Iowa's got a great shot at being in that playoff as well because that's the that's the big team there in the in the Big Ten. So. The Big Ten Conference featuring 13 teams, I believe, now. Whoa. That's great. And then the Big 12 Conference, uh, which will soon be down to like eight teams. So uh, it's good stuff. This is These are college programs, and they kind of forgot the math. So at least, at least the Pac-10 had the decency to change their name when they added two teams. You know, they also have the Mississippi River, Andy. Yes. The Quad Cities? Yeah. I mentioned that. Oh. I said they're on. It's on the Mississippi River. You know, that's actually the first time I've ever seen the Mississippi River on a map. Um, it goes all the way through most of Minnesota. And I don't spend a lot of time river. looking at rivers in Minnesota, believe it or not. But I, I think it's a funny thing. Like it's it it, mo- it Mississippi River is a border is the border for like it's the most famous river, right? Oh yeah, it's massive. But I'm saying because you know this side of the Mississippi River. Yeah. Because it's so big. But it also, I mean, like St. Louis is a massive city. It goes right through. It goes right through Memphis. And right at, at the end there in New Orleans. So it, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a big deal, you know. It's uh, interesting. And Mark the, states, Twain, the state know, line does a boats. fun squiggly all the way down. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you see these quad cities here? It's a big deal. Oh, there's a place called New Madrid. Okay, I'm sure it's pretty wild authentic. there. I bet. Yeah, the Spanish culture there is... <laughs> That is uh, in Missouri, by the way. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm holding us up. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Still Iowa or something. Yeah, Iowa. Congratulations to them. They're the number five team in the nation right now. So. And if they they hold on, you know, win every game, you can say that pretty much about every team. If you win every game, then you're going to be there. But uh, that's the reality with college football because the big guys usually only lose one. So. If they lose any at all, uh, and then one of the other big games this weekend—not in like a huh, huge matchup, but just uh, I guess impact around college football—is that 
Florida State lost to Jacksonville State, who is not a program I have any experience with, know anything about. They're not even like a, a Central Florida or something. I, Jacksonville State is not a relevant team at all, and Florida State should be one of the premier programs. A second year for Coach Mike Norvell. Uh, so that's already the second coach that Florida State has hired since Jimbo Fisher left. So Jimbo won the national title with them um, whenever that was with Jameis Winston and was a really good coach, but got like a ton, a ton of money to leave for Texas A&M. And Florida State hasn't figured out who the best guy to replace. So much like USC, it's like you lose you lose that once in a million guy like Pete Carroll. And then what do you do? You're just lost. Yeah. So okay, that's a really, do. really bad sign for Florida State. Especially you're losing. It's like you're the big school in the state, and then you go lose to a small school. It's it's like every time if you see like when like UCLA would like lose to, it's like how did they lose to UC Santa Barbara? This make no sense. Like that's a little brother school, or like Cal State Fullerton, or one of those schools. It's like it's Florida State should not be losing to Jacksonville State. Yeah, because like they're the school. They're they're called Florida State, where Jacksonville State has to take on a name of a city. So this is uh, very not, true. Uh, not, not not a great letting them uh, have it for them. Yeah, so that's that's bad for that program, and they've got a lot of crazy fans. So if, if it's a really bad season, you could see that coach losing his job after two years, uh, which would be uh, less years than Clay Heldon got. Oh, yeah, but uh, I'm sure we'll have more uh, weird results like that over this season. Um, but we'll probably still never see Alabama lose. They're never going to lose. It's just not going to happen. Uh, but we'll get, I'm sure, some other big matchups coming up soon. So, yeah, and we'll have to see how USC does with this uh, new coach. So, yeah, anything could happen. All right, you want to move things over the uh, pro league? Yeah, this is this is the big stuff here. Uh, college football can be fun, but the NFL is what we really care about. That's got the most beer commercials than any other sport. It's so important to our alcohol consumption that the NFL is good. And it is. On Thursday night, we got the first game of the season, and, you know, it's really good. You forget sometimes how good the NFL can be. Cowboys, Bucks, so Tom Brady coming back for his 47th season. Uh, the Cowboys have all kinds of talent on offense, and uh, it was it was a show. We got some great offensive performances. Might have been a blowout by Tampa, but they kept turning the ball over, a bunch of fumbles and stuff. Uh, but it was it was great. Uh, one thing I did not enjoy, and I don't think Tony enjoyed, I'll say, is uh, Antonio Brown, who was the third receiver on the Bucks, ended up uh, with the biggest game of the night for them. And uh, the commentator for the, the game, Chris Collinsworth, uh, was just gushing about him and just kind of like, he had some uh, off-the-field stuff, but I mean, look at that route. Look how amazing. Oh, look at him run here. And it's like, I think the strategy should be, you don't have to go into detail with all the stuff he did. Because it would probably take too long because like it is a long list of stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's uh, insane and probably should be institutionalized. Uh, but you could you don't have to talk about that. No one really wants to talk about that during the game. Uh, but don't gush about the guy. You know, if you're not going to go into the negatives, don't go super positive. I think that's that should be the strategy. Mm, so, yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of like if you're going to show like OJ highlights, don't be like, Oh my God, what a player he was. It's like, you just kind of be like, Oh yeah, he, he's good. You just need to move on. Tremendous um, asset. He was on all yeah. fronts. Just a mensch. Yeah, like, like you, although there's, there's way, it seems to be every football player has a, is a dark past. So, um, you know, he once helped his old teammate move. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, Antonio Brown, not not a good guy, and I I don't want to talk about it that much. But uh, then don't talk about his amazing speed and what a hard worker he is and all that stuff because I don't want to hear that part of it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the, the Cowboys Bucks game came down to the end. Cowboys took the lead right at the end, but left too much time on the clock. They they did what you're not supposed to do. You want to burn that clock. You don't want to leave any time for Tom Brady, who's been doing it for so long. It's like, oh, a field goal drive to win the game with a minute left. It's like, he's probably done that 90 times. So it's like, this is going to be easy. Yeah, and, he knows. And it was easy. And the Bucks ended up winning. So uh, congratulations to everyone who took the Cowboys uh, because they did they did cover. I mean, they, they, they were, I think the Bucks are favored by seven and a half. So it was a close game, less than a score. So that, that that's big. Hmm. Uh, Very nice. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to, let's get to Sunday. So Sunday is when most of the action happens. You know, that's, oh, that's yeah. the real, the real opening day. Uh, I'd like to cover our, our local teams, and in in my mind, we have three local teams: two in Los Angeles and uh, one in Las Vegas, which is, you know, a different state, but still probably the most popular team in Southern California. But uh, we'll start with my team, the Chargers, who were uh, they were in Virginia to face the Washington football team, the former. Um, Washington Redskins, as they were known, but in case you didn't know, they they're no longer called that, and they still don't have a team. Next year, they said they'll settle on one, uh, but for now, they're the Washington Football Team, uh, who they have a great defense, great defensive line, and as a Chargers fan, I was a little worried. How is our new offensive line going to hold out, hold up? And they they held up really well, uh, but it seemed like it was going to be one of these games, like the Chargers outplay a team and then somehow figure out a way to lose. Weird shit happens, bad shit, you know, turnovers that shouldn't have happened, a penalty at the worst time. Uh, but in the end, the Chargers had the game-winning score with, you know, like eight minutes left. They they got a touchdown drive and then were able to run the clock out for the last like six minutes. And it was it was all new. This was this was a great experience for me. That uh, it's like all the nightmares I was expecting just didn't they didn't come. Well, so congratulations, the, Andy. Well, thank you. Uh, maybe it was the new coach. They have a coach who's like 36 years old and just a, just a young guy, which is always cool to see. It uh, means he like grew up with Madden football and like knows how like you have, you have to play aggressive. You know, you watch people play Madden and you don't punt. You just throw it all the time. So, yeah, uh, I like that. I like that mindset. I, I, I enjoyed this one. And, and Herbert in his second year looked just as good as he did last year. So I uh, wasn't a fluke, I think uh, I could say after one game uh, and and I think Washington's going to be solid they did their quarterback did get hurt and leave the game but I think their backup might be just as good he started for them last year in the playoffs and he's okay uh, but good good result for a charger so they're nice uh start off in first place you know one and know first place in their their division uh, but also in their division the Raiders finally finally got a game in Las Vegas with their crazy fans. So it's the second year that that new stadium there in Vegas, but first year now with the fans. Uh, and it was, it was quite a game. So Monday night yesterday, they faced the Ravens, who were a good team. Game went to overtime, and the Raiders almost blew it. They they got the game-winning touchdown, walked, started to walk off the field, and the ref said, no, 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 no. He's down by like an inch. Everyone, everyone get back here. Everyone get back here. Whoa. Uh, and the Raiders got back there and then somehow blew it, ended up turning the ball over without scoring. Um, which was like 
devastating if the Raiders were to lose that. That they were they were celebrating. I don't. I think the fans would have probably rioted and maybe like torn down a whole casino or something. But yeah, uh, luckily for the city of Las Vegas, the Raiders got the ball back and ended up scoring and winning the game there. Uh, so the Raiders also first place in the division, one and zero. So uh, that's the the crazy AFC West. Uh, both those teams starting one and zero. So how the rest of the AFC West do? The Chiefs played a, a big game against the Browns. They were down by two scores, but the Chiefs do what they always do, and they make a comeback, and they won a close game against the Browns. So they're 1-0 as well. And then uh, the Broncos went to New York to face the Giants, who uh, maybe, maybe are the worst team in the league, and the Broncos beat them pretty easily. So uh, that is all four AFC West teams starting off 1-0. So uh, nice, nice little first-place start for the Chargers is uh, ends up meaningless. But... Better than being 0-1, right? Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Um, well, let's move over to the last local team, the Rams, uh, with Matthew Stafford, his first game for the team. Uh, open up, Opening up the new stadium with uh, actual fans this time here in L.A. Huge game. And the, the Bears, I don't know, they're, they're the Bears. They're a big-time program, you know, big-time team. I don't know how good they are, but, you know, a lot of fans. You got those. Uh, great sketches from SNL back in the day. People know the Bears. Of course. Uh, and Stafford did everything that you would want from him. Every, the, the best case scenario of Stafford coming to the Rams here. The, that offense looked incredible. I hit a bunch of deep passes, just moving the ball at will against the Bears. And uh, You know, I was, I was not as optimistic about the Rams this year, but that looked pretty impressive, so... Big on them. They they also uh, went one and zero, and now have uh, they got that first place start there in their division, in the NFC West. So, uh, how the rest of the NFC West do? Forty ers They uh, they beat Detroit. They were blowing them out, but it ended up being close. And then uh, the Cardinals, maybe the biggest surprise of the day, the Cardinals blew out Tennessee in Tennessee. So, a great game for Kyler Murray. I think it's his third year now. Uh, just a really exciting athlete, but hasn't been incredible yet. But maybe this is the year he's like an MVP candidate. Uh, so, yeah, they're 1-0 as well. And then uh, what's the last team in the division is the uh, Seattle Seahawks. So they uh, had to go to Indianapolis, and uh, they also won. So, yeah, so the Rams uh, tied for first with every other team at 1-0. So... Uh, this hasn't happened in basically forever. Hmm. Two divisions went undefeated. In the, both the AFC West and NFC West uh, went 8-0. So that usually doesn't happen because usually there's a game between teams in the division. But uh, West Coast dominance. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. This is great stuff. If if we have like a uh, Rams-Chargers Super Bowl and it, the championship game is like Rams, Seahawks, and Chargers, Raiders. That would be pretty exciting, you know. Just let we just talked about the Mississippi River for like five minutes. You know? Yeah, we did. We're on the right side of it. And you know what? Speaking of the Super Bowl, Andy, did you hear about it moving uh, the day? What? The Super Bowl got moved. It was initially the Sunday after my wedding of the same weekend. It is now February thirteenth. Okay. I don't think they moved the Super Bowl. I think that's announced like way in advance. Oh, uh, I guess it was a month ago. I hadn't heard about it until last night. Okay. Uh, but it was because of the uh, 
a 17 game schedule for the season and uh, it's the latest the Super Bowl has ever been played. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty late. So I love that because the room blocks were such a pain in the ass because I guess everyone comes into town. We talked about this on the pod. Yeah. Just to be near the thing, which is just silly. Like, get a hobby. Um, so that's good. That's great. Yeah, so that's that week where there's no football. The one before the Super Bowl? Even better. Yeah. Although our okay. wedding's on a Friday, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's still great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. West Coast dominance. It's... Woo! Just know. like in the NBA. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, and then we had a another big matchup in Mississippi R- Mississippi River related teams. We just talked about New Orleans. They uh, faced Green Bay, who's on the wrong side of the Mississippi there in Wisconsin, uh, which looked like a, it was going to be a pretty nice matchup to watch for for all you fans out there. Uh, the Saints destroyed the Packers. Drew Brees no longer there in New Orleans. Jameis Winston at quarterback. A lot of questions. Uh, I guess a lot of answers for New Orleans. They won 38-3. to And uh, Aaron Rodgers is, is now getting so much shit. You know, his, his Hollywood girlfriend ruined everything. Uh, it's, it's, it's bad there after one week. Uh, although it is one week, so we'll see what happens. I think they, they play Detroit next week, which Detroit's not very good. So they should get, get it all right. Uh, but that's that's the biggest one of the biggest stories on uh, sports radio where everyone has to freak out. So Aaron Rodgers, after all the drama this offseason, just was awful. Um, but I'm optimistic that he'll get it back. I think he probably did it on purpose. He's like, "Fuck all you! I'm gonna be bad, and then you'll talk shit on me, and then I'll be good." Yeah, become the you know the hero. Yeah, that's, he he knows what he's doing. He's he's in Hollywood now, right? So he's, yeah. Uh, and then I want to talk about the, the rookies. So we had three rookie quarterbacks start game one, and then the other two first-round pick rookies uh, did get some playing time. Both scored touchdowns. So Trey Lance and Justin Fields got in for the Niners and the Bears, and they both got rushing touchdowns. But uh, Trevor Lawrence, number one pick, and Zach Wilson, the number two pick, and then Mac Jones, they all started. They all lost, but, you know, the games were different for everyone. Trevor Lawrence with Jacksonville, they faced one of the worst teams in the league in Houston and still got destroyed. So it doesn't look very good there. Uh, he was something of a mess. He threw three interceptions, but also threw three touchdowns and threw for a bunch of yards. It's probably going to be an awful season there for Jacksonville. He's probably going to throw a bunch of interceptions, but also have some really nice plays. So it's just kind of, you know, that's how it goes sometimes for rookies. It's just a, a waste of a season. He's he's on the worst team Maybe. I mean, I said the Giants might be the worst team. I, I I don't know at this point, but they're all competing. Jacksonville's definitely up there for worst team. Uh, and then Zach Wilson with the Jets. Similar thing. A couple interceptions, some bad plays, but also some nice-looking plays. They lost to Carolina. The Jets aren't good either, but that's to be expected. These are the teams that picked one and two. They're not going to be good right away. And then Mac Jones for the Patriots. They lost a close game, in which they, they should have won, but they fumbled at the end. Uh, Bill Belichick is going to probably kill because both of his running backs because they both fumbled which you can't do that with Belichick like he he will kill people like we don't even know what happened there's this guy Jonas Gray I think was his name uh he scored four touchdowns in a game and then went missing never been solved and and Hernandez was already in prison at that point so 
And I'm joking about he went yeah. missing. Uh, he just was cut like immediately. Look at Andy go. He's <laughs> on fire today. Uh, but yeah, Mac Jones was actually the most impressive of any of those guys. He had pretty solid numbers, didn't have a turnover. Uh, and Miami is a pretty good team defensively, I think. So that was that. that's good. But it looks like Mac Jones is, is what he is and that he's not going to make huge, crazy plays, but he takes care of the ball and he uh, gets the ball down the field. So the running backs can fumble it away. That's that's the risk there. Uh, but good good start for them. I'm sure they're happy about that. That he was the 15th pick. He wasn't the number one pick. So uh, we don't we can't crown him the next Tom Brady yet for all those uh, Boston fans out there. But uh, that's a good result for a guy who is the 15th pick. Here, here, Andy. Yeah. So it you know another another great week one I would say for the NFL. They they just keep doing it they keep putting a good product out there uh, of course there were some duds the falcons looks really bad against the eagles but again the week one the nfl has some like weird shit happen uh but week two we'll probably have some really good games uh, the cowboys are coming out here to los angeles to face the chargers so that'll be fun for all the dallas fans who will probably take over that stadium uh we got the raiders who looked a lot looked pretty fun uh, they're going to Pittsburgh, so that'll be a that's a classic matchup right there. Uh, Raiders and Steelers, uh, Kansas City at Baltimore. I don't know how impressive Baltimore is this year. They lost a bunch of guys, a ton of injuries, uh, but anytime the Chiefs are playing, so that's going to be a Sunday night game. Uh, but the Chiefs have kind of dominated Baltimore every time they play them. It seems like, um, and then I want to see Arizona look so good this past week are they for real at all i think they were projected to be kind of like a a mediocre team but they're they're home against uh the vikings so Hmm. yeah and then on thursday thursday night they already had to start us off they they started off off with the cowboys and bucks like this is a good one uh then they just throw the worst shit at us we got the giants who i said might be the worst team in football uh and they're going to play washington who um you know, I think is I think they're solid, but they're not flashy in any, by any means. Uh, also, during that game, <clears throat> during that game last week, a sewage pipe burst, uh, but it was a sewage pipe above the the fans. So it was Whoa. like it was underneath the like second level, so it just was shooting out at the people on the the first level. That's like some Bane <clears throat> Joker bullshit. Yeah, well, it's also like a good metaphor. Like I mean, oh, just sewage landing all over the fans because. Um, you know, that's, that's how it feels sometimes to be a football fan. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's not a marquee matchup by any means. Uh, so I, I already start skipping, you know, I, I rarely watch the Thursday games unless they're something really good, but because a lot of them are just shit. Uh, and then I said before, yeah, Detroit at green Bay Monday night. So, uh, week one is always fun, but there's always a lot of bad conclusions you can draw from it. So getting a week two here. Might mean a little more, um, but I think I'm more reserved. I don't. I'm not. I'm not the hot take kind of guy. You know, I'm pretty balanced. You think so? Yeah, of course. Everyone yeah. knows that. Yeah, I'm not gonna go crazy after one week. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna skip Bayless. So maybe a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward. No, next week I'll get all the. I'll have all the Super Bowl picks ready. I'll tell you who's gonna win. So just need one more week of information. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, any other football stuff? Are we? Uh... No, I think we covered it. Yeah, 
been uh, short but sweet. You've been listening to episode 237 of the Tony Sick Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later.